Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. On Sunday afternoon, I put up a post asking you guys to comment or tag the most underrated forward at your club. And you tend to find the most underrated players, they tend to be guys that play in the middle. They tend to be the guys that uh, you don't see them on the highlight reels. They don't show up in huge attacking stats as far as tackle breaks, try scored line breaks, the sort of stuff that we focus on when it comes to super coach betting, all that sort of stuff. So a lot of the forwards, they do get underappreciated. Um, the real fans, they obviously appreciate them. The guys that, the men or the women, sorry, that uh, understand how the game is played and can see the impact that those guys are having. It might not be a huge game-breaking impact, but it's impact over 80 minutes that matters. And you can especially see the difference if you understand footy when these guys aren't on the field, how different the team looks, how different the pack looks how they don't go forward, how your front foot footballers don't get to play, eyes up footy and uh, attack. So this sort of stuff's really important. So I thought I'd just go through these. There's about 140 comments on this or so, so I'll just go through them, reading through them. Uh, we got from Lucas, Blake Laurie from the Saints. I back this 100%. I think Blake Laurie's very underrated in that dragon side. Obviously, Paul Vaughan has left now, so I'm expecting Blake Laurie to have a big season. There's a few people that commented Blake Laurie. I thought he was going to have a really good breakout season last year. Didn't quite kick on back into the season. And he was looking good. Uh, I, I think he's going to really emerge as you know one of, if not the top front rower at the Dragons uh, over the next year or so. Good to have George Burgess there. We're hearing he's carrying an injury, so interesting to see how that one plays out. But Blake Laurie really liked that one. Great shout from Lucas there. Uh, from Matty Q, big Melbourne Storm friend. He says Kenny Bromwich hands down. Kenny Bromwich is starting to get into that Jared Croker sort of area where Croker was always so underrated, but everyone called him underrated for two or three years that eventually you've got to come out of the underrated spot, don't you? And I probably think Kenny Bromwich has, to be honest with you. I think that people are starting to appreciate Kenny Bromwich, uh, people that understand rugby league and understand the impact that he has, the little bit of attacking upside that he has as well. So I like the shout of Kenny Bromwich, but I definitely think he's coming out of that shadow without a doubt. Paracave podcaster says Ray Stone. I agree 100%. Uh, 
people have jumped all over Ray Stone in that finals game after he threw that poor pass out of dummy half. Uh, people messaging me saying, oh, Ray Stone lost us the game. I mean, with all due respect, the game goes for 80 minutes. Uh, it doesn't go for two and a half seconds when he threw one bad pass. Parramatta had plenty of opportunities. He isn't an 80-minute hooker in the finals footy, realistically. you got to remember with Ray Stone as well, came in to play hooker. He hasn't been playing Reggie's, yeah? Normally, a guy like him would play 80 minutes in Reggie's. He would have some match fitness behind him. He didn't have that, yeah? He'd been coming on and playing minutes here and there uh, for the Parramatta Eels, mainly playing in Jersey 13 as well, which is very different to the role you play at hooker. You think about hooker, the amount of Ks you have to cover, getting from play the ball to play the ball, being alert, knowing where the ball has to go, landing your passes. On top of that, has to make... You know, 45 to 50 tackles when he's used to making 15 to 20 in the 25 minutes that he plays. So, huge test for Ray Stone. I think he is very underrated. I don't think he's an out-and-out hooker. I think he could be like a bench hooker or a starting hooker that plays 50-odd minutes. I don't think he's an 80-minute hooker, but I think he's better at 13 anyway, to be honest with you. One of the best defenders in rugby league. If you think Ray Stone sucks because of that finals game, you probably don't know footy, to be perfectly honest with you. Very good player, Ray Stone. Uh, Green Machine Pod, check them out, doing sensational things in the Canberra Raiders sphere. They say Elliot Whitehead. I'm sort of putting Elliot Whitehead in the same category as Kenny Bromwich, to be honest with you. I think Kenny has stepped out of that uh, underrated shadow more than Elliot Whitehead, probably. I think with Elliot Whitehead, you know, we don't really get to see him play much test match footy because he plays for England and whatnot. Kenny, we get to see him play for the Kiwis quite often. He's obviously in a premier team. Whitehead, he's been sensational for a long time for the Canberra Raiders. Probably their most consistent player, realistically. They have gone poorly over the last year or so, which, you know, potentially could put him into that underrated tag. But Whitehead, I think he's right on the edge of jumping out of there. I know for a fact, no Canberra Raiders fans think that Elliot Whitehead's underrated. They fully appreciate Appreciate him and absolutely love him. So, really good player at Whitehead. Uh, the Rugby League Lounge from the Melbourne Storm, Tui Kamakamika. I agree 100% on this one. You all know that during the season, I was very, very excited to see him return. He was out for a long time. He did return. We got to the finals, and I sort of said, this team will go really well. They've got their full team back, which means that they've got Nelson and they've got Tui coming off the bench. That's going to have a huge impact. And, of course, uh, we got to the prelim final, and... Brandon Smith, he was ruled out early. So was Christian Welsh. So you went from having these two impact guys on the bench to them being, you know, 70-minute forwards all of a sudden, which they weren't ready for. Once again, these guys were coming back from injury. They hadn't played 80 minutes in Reggie's. They hadn't played big minutes at all. They just walked into a prelim final against a battle-hardened Penrith Panther side, and it, it, it cost them in the end. But Tui Kamakamika, I absolutely love this guy. I think he's going to be a real star of the future. I think he's got big minutes in him further down his career, and I think he's going to be sensational for the Melbourne Storm. Great shout there. Uh, from Connor Forgery, Paddy Carrigan, he says, criminally underrated by our own fans somehow. Agree 100%. I can't believe the amount of people that bag Paddy Carrigan. Uh, I think he's a great player. I, I think he's going to be sensational uh, for the Brisbane Broncos. I think it's going to be great to get him back this year. I think a lot of people are going to swallow their pride on him. Uh, they may not be at the Broncos, but the likes of Francis Molo, Tohu Harris, and Hudson Young definitely deserve more praise. Great shout there by Connor. Agree with all of those guys. Francis Molo would be a really interesting signing for the Dragons too. Okay, from RJ Proc, he's got Sean Kepi, the Cappuccino. Big fan of him as well. Can play on the edge, can play in the middle. He's been great for the Manly Seagulls. Brings great energy off the bench. I think eventually he'll be a starting guy, but Sean Kepe, I agree. Uh, he's one of these guys that you're getting heaps good value out of him. They wouldn't be paying him a heap, but the way that he plays, he plays well above his pay packet. So a really good guy to have in your side there. Kalen Gibbs says, Blake Laurie, agree 100%. Spoke about him. 
Toddy P94 <laughs> said Dylan Edwards, not a forward, but we'll mention Dylan Edwards, very underrated champion player as well. Uh, TJHots.com says Mitch Dunn. I agree with this on 100%. I love the way that he's able to ball play. He's got a bit of X factor to him, uh, Mitch Dunn. Doesn't have that huge high upside of guys like Kikau, uh, like Dave Fafita. There's a lot of guys in this group, that in this uh, post that'll be in that category, but I love the just the subtle ball playing he's able to bring. He's a different body shape too. I really like having that in my pack as you guys know this might be my favorite one of the entire post though from ash peterson 85 ash your champion he says reuben cotter i back this one 100 he has to wear 13 for the north queensland cowboys i think he's one of the most underrated players in this competition let alone at the cowboys absolutely love reuben cotter i think that if the cowboys are going to turn all this stuff around he's going to play a really important role he's a guy that if i was wayne bennett i would be targeting for the dolphins i think he would be an unreal get reuben cotter ash great shout my man uh JP1.5.81 says Jacob Saifiti. I agree six months ago. I would have agreed 100%. Now I'm sort of leaning out of it a little bit. I don't think he's underrated anymore. I think people are starting to appreciate Jacob Saifiti for what he is. I've said all year that I think that Jacob played better footy this year than what Daniel was playing when he got picked for State of Origin. Uh, Safiti got the Player of the Year or whatever that, that award's called, the Danny Badiris Medal or whatever it might be up at Newcastle for their best player of 2021. Uh, for me, I think he stepped out of the underrated tag. But during this season, earlier in the season, I agreed 100%. Very good player, Jacob Saifiti. Um, who have we got? Callum Walters, 97, says Mo Fodawaker. Heavily back this one. I agree with this one, Mo Fodawaker. Obviously, that pack up at the Titans, they are star-studded, a, hu- a heap of big money signings there. Fafita, Tino, these sort of guys. Still got Jared Wallace there and stuff. Mo Fodawaker comes off the bench, and he's always been sensational. I've always said that if Mo Fodawaker was at a Sydney club, we would consider him a top-five front rower in our game. He gets the state of origin. He comes off the bench there, and he was Queensland's best forward by a country mile. So Mo Fodawaker. Back this one heavily. Another guy, if I'm Wayne Bennett, I'm reaching out. He had him in the Origin Series. He's got a good little relationship with him. I would assume he got the very best out of him in Origin. He's a fellow I'd be reaching out to. I'd be saying, hey, this is your pack. You can be the leader of this team for the next five or six years if you want. So Mo Fodawake, he'd be a really good target. Dr. Edits, Keenan Paliasia for the Brisbane Broncos. Another one that uh, he's got a high-end attacking ability. Uh, the, the the absolute highs I've seen of this guy have been sensational, but he is a little bit of rocks and diamonds. But he is a young footballer, so you expect that he's going to mature the more that he plays. So a guy that I, I do like, I would say he's underrated at the moment, but I just want to see a little bit more consistency from him. If he can get consistent, though, he could be anything for the Broncos. Uh, another one in the long list of really talented young forwards up there in Brisbane. Vegas. Uh, and what a Falau 276. Uh, Bunty Afoa. Yeah, love this one too. Bunty Afoa, criminally underrated. Uh, runs the ball so hard. He's one of the hardest runners in our game. He might not have the size, the skill set of other big name guys, but ticker wise, Bunty Afoa. Absolutely brilliant. Love the way that he plays his footy. Uh, from Brandon Porter, Spencer Lenu. Yep, I agree 100% for this one. Uh, very underrated for the Penrith Panthers. Uh, I thought he was great in the final series as well. So Spencer Lenu, he's been great for the last two or three years for the Penrith Panthers. Another guy they are getting unbelievable value out of. He will sign a contract with someone else over the next few years, I would assume, and I think it'll be pretty decent money for him. So a good leader as well. I'm a fan of him. Uh, Jada. 
Judda Atkins, I think it is. Uh, Stefano from the West Tigers, 100%. Uh, I still think he is underrated. I also think he's the best forward at the West Tigers, which is crazy. I think he's 19 years old, playing his first season of first grade this year. I said all year he started slow. He looked like he wasn't ready for first grade. Went into that origin camp, spent some time with Dale Finuc and came back and just went to another level. This is a classic guy. You can tell how different the West Tigers look on the field when he isn't on it. And as soon as he comes back on, they're a completely different footy side. As I said, I think he is underrated. I also think he's the best player at the West Tigers in their forward pack. Sensational player, Stefano. Huge future. Um, we've got Alex Valapore. Sorry if I pronounced that wrong, my man. Uh, Harm Sele, criminally underrated at the South Sydney Rabbitohs. He was great this year. I think he has moved on. I'm not sure if he's gone to England or the Dragons. One of the two, but... Armsello, whenever he came on, he didn't play a stack of footy this year off the top of my head. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I was I remember sort of thinking throughout the year, where the hell is this guy? Every time he came on, he was sensational. So I'm not sure where he's actually signed. I might just look that up quickly. I could be wrong. Maybe staying at South Sydney and I've just absolutely head fucked myself. But Armsello, he's definitely a guy that I really like. I think he's he's young. I think he's still got a big future ahead of him. So uh, maybe he's staying at South Sydney, actually. Let's have a look. Sorry for the delay, guys. He previously played for the Dragons, Penrith Panthers. Okay, sorry. Yeah, no, he is staying at South Sydney. Um, Yeah. Okay, so he's staying at South Sydney, apparently. That's really good for them. I really like this guy. I think he's got a big future. Uh, And just solid. Another guy you're getting unbelievable value out of. I was sure he was leaving, but I must be wrong there. Um, anyway, Harm Sello, that was a really good shout there. Let's have a look at the next one. Harm Sello or Campbell Graham. Campbell Graham's a back, obviously. Harm Sello, we back that in. Uh, Sean Kepe, another great shout. Jeremy underscore 22. Scotty Sorensen, yes, love this one, Scotty Sorensen. Uh, a guy that we sort of tried to pump him up a little bit come finals time. Uh, he's always been a great player. I couldn't believe that Cronulla have let him go two or three times. A Cronulla junior that he has always shown this sort of ability. He runs a great line. He's quick. I think he's had a couple of injuries here and there. But for the amount of clubs he's bounced around, I think he spent time at the Sharks... The Raiders, South Sydney, Sharks again. Now he's landed at the Penrith Panthers and he's a premiership winner. Well-deserved. I think he's going to be a really good player over the next few years, Scotty Sorensen. Next one comes from Tarek. He says, Isaac Liu. I'm not sure if he's a Roosters fan or a Titans fan. Either way, very underrated Isaac Liu. Very good. Sort of right in the middle of that sort of prop forward and lock forward. He can sort of play both well. He's not an outstanding lock, but he can fill in and do well in that role. He has done it for the Roosters for a long time. I'm also seen as a front rower, though. It'll be interesting to see how the Titans use him. Our next one is from Curti74. He says, Josh Jackson. I wouldn't say Josh Jackson's underrated. I guess you could argue. I've seen a lot of people saying that Josh Jackson shouldn't be in the team, um, that he's done. So in that regard, I guess you could say he's underrated, but I think people that understand rugby league, they really do appreciate Josh Jackson and the work he does in defense. I know a lot of people think that I'm anti-Josh Jackson. I'm not at all. He has to be in that Canterbury side. I just wouldn't have him at 13 or in the second row, and that's not a negative on Josh Jackson in any way, shape, or form, if you know what I mean. Oregon Kafusi for Parramatta. That's from the Short Ball Podcast. Agree 100%. Whenever he comes off the bench, I think he looks really good, Oregon Kafusi. Going to be hard to get minutes there, uh, but definitely uh, shows a lot of promise. From Harry Smith, Tupanua. Love this one. Absolutely love this one. From what I've gathered from other players and from listening to other podcasts, all the Roosters boys, they they seem to be under the impression that this Tupanua, he has got a whole nother gear to go up. Now, we've seen it in little drips and drabs, his high-end attacking ability in defense, he's good as well, but 
his attacking ability is sensational. And you talk to the Roosters, apparently he's a very, very tough trainer. Uh, he goes 100%. So him and Angus Crichton are really good for each other to take each other on at training. He actually lives in my local area, so I see him down at the coffee shop sometimes, and he is an incredibly large human. Seems like a lovely bloke as well. So, Tupanua, I really like this one. I still think he's underrated as well. Ryan Simmons, another one for Scotty Sorensen. Jack Naylor, Josh Curran, love this one. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Probably not as underrated now as he was at the start of the year, but probably is still a little bit underrated. People will probably think it was a... you know, flash in the pan sort of footy from Josh Curran. But I think he's going to show over the next few years that he is the real deal. Paraeels.pg, Oregon Kafusi, great shout. We've already mentioned that one. Oshay Ole, oh, Josh Ole, obviously having his fight with Paul Gallen in a couple of weeks. Not really interested in boxing myself, but I have been watching uh, their promotional videos and stuff. Is interesting to see how that's all playing out. I agree, really solid player. Was great for the Tigers for a long time. Was underutilized there. Arrived at Manly and... Looked like he was going to play a critical role on that side. Got injured, uh, came back. It, it just wasn't the season for Josh LAA. His injury really screwed him this year. So looking forward to seeing him with a full preseason under his belt. Uh, next one, Alex Twell. Yeah, Twell, still underrated. I think I think people don't appreciate how much work this guy does. Blake Laurie, we got him. Kafusi Nakora, Nakora, sorry. Uh, yeah, Nakora from the Parramatta Eels. We're hearing the Warriors are about to sign him reportedly. Really underrated. I, I think probably less underrated than what he was when he came in and filled in for Wonga Blake in the centres, and he was arguably the best back on the field for Parramatta. I think people sort of sat back at that point and thought, fuck, this bloke's the real deal. So he's been very impressive. Junior Totola, South Sydney, 100% Junior Totola. Absolutely love him. Starting front rower for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. He's another guy that when he leaves the field, there is a little bit of a drop-off with South Sydney. He really matters to them. He sort of he, he fluctuates a little bit with his form. Like, not, not saying he goes from good to bad, but he has, like, his, his, his medium games, which are pretty consistent. But when he's really on and he's really up for a contest, he's unreal, Ginger Zatola. Real player of the future. Love him. Uh, Stefano, Alex Twole, got them. Scotty Sorensen. Eli Katoa, uh, yeah, underrated. I mean, I, I thought Eli Katoa was going to be a superstar 18 months ago, as you guys know. Number of injuries and stuff has sort of dropped off a little bit. So an interesting to what one to watch over the next year or so, what happens with Eli Katoa. But no doubt, he's got the potential to do absolutely anything. Kobe Hetherington from the Brisbane Broncos, back this one. Uh, he's obviously been playing 13 there. It'll be interesting to see what happens with him ne- next year, uh, especially if Tyson Gamble misses out on that six jersey. You'd think the Brisbane want to have him in the team somewhere. He could end up at 13. But Kobe Hetherington has put his hand up and said that he wants that jersey, and he's, he's done it with his actions as well. So Kobe Hetherington, definitely a player of the future. I think he's the son of Jason Hetherington too, former um, Canterbury Bulldogs hooker there. Let's have a look. Bad and mean podcast. Ryan Sutton. Yeah, mate. Ryan Sutton, I I didn't know if he was going to be a consistent first grader a year ago. He's been great for the last 18 months. In a team that has gone absolutely shithouse, he has been a real workhorse in that side. He's really impressed me. I would argue he's one of the most improved players over the last year or so. Ryan Sutton, really good shout there. 
Uh, Luke Thompson, this one comes from Ash Sagalas. I actually agree with this one. I still think this guy's underrated. I think he's one of the premier front rowers in our game. I think people underappreciate him a little bit. So I backed that one in. Kobe Hetherington, we've spoken about him. Joey Tapanay, I don't know if I'd say Joey Tapanay is underappreciated, to be honest with you. I think people hold him pretty high. Kepe, Bunty Afoa, boys we've spoken about. Here's a new one. My boy, Nat Butcher, gets through a tremendous amount of work. Yeah, Nat Butcher out of the Sydney Roosters and his brother Egan. You all know how highly I hold Egan, but Nat Butcher, he's been a consistent hard worker in this team for a very long time at the Sydney Roosters. A premiership winner in 2019. He's now sort of starting to find his way. Not a starting spot for him yet in this Roosters side. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Nat and Egan over the next few years. I think they're signed for another three seasons, but I probably can't see Nat starting as a front rower. He's more of a back rower. You've got Angus Crichton, you've got Tupanua. I'm not sure if he's going to be able to jump either of those guys. There's not going to be a spot at 13. He's also now got to contend with his brother Egan, who's sort of going to be playing a similar role. So really interesting for the Butchers over the next few years. As I always say, though, competition for positions is always a good thing. Yeah, depth is always great because you push each other to another level. Next one, Kobe Hetherington, Bo Furmore. Really good one here from Griffo46700. Uh, Bo Furmore, I've said a few times on the podcast, I probably thought he was a reserve grader six months ago. He was incredible this season. He had a great season. Uh, a couple of guys that, you know, when guys picked him up in my super coach comp, I sort of sat back and went, geez, that's a rogue pick. I mean, I don't know about this guy, but egg all over my face. He was great. Uh, Isaiah, he's got Braley or Jacob Saifidi. Braley, I agree with. Sort of dropped off in the back half of the season as well. I I, I didn't appreciate the player that Jacob Braley was. Jaden Braley, sorry, not Jacob. Jaden Braley was until about halfway through this year when he brained it in the first half of the season. I thought he was just a meat and potatoes hooker, but he really took his game to a new level. So a really good shout there. Jacob Saifidi was spoken about him. Uh, Will J. Ramsey, Tariq Sims, love this one. Uh, and I have been guilty of underrating Tariq Sims as well. We actually dropped a, a post on him this morning. We picked him in our kangaroo, our hypothetical Kangaroos team. Uh, so maybe not as underrated, but before Origin, definitely underrated. I mean, the Dragons apparently don't want him, which just seems batshit crazy to me. So definitely underrated by the Dragons, in my opinion. Jake Turbo. Should be talked about like Yo and Murray. Yeah, I, I think this one's probably fair. Jake Turbo, a great player, but he's sort of fallen behind. Uh, your Yo, your Murray, your Radley, as far as lock forwards go. But as I've always said with Jake Turbo, I think he's going to more end up being a front rower with some high-end, you know, subtle ball playing about him rather than an actual 13. So interesting to watch how this one goes. Just because Turbo's playing in the front row doesn't make him any less of a player. Yeah, don't get stuck in that rigid way of thinking that if you're not in the spine as a 13, you're just an average player. Jake Turbo's a great player, a premier front rower, and a premier forward with subtle ball playing in our game. Nat Butcher, Jack Williams. Interesting one here, Jack Williams. Uh, I've got to tell you, I haven't been astonished with Jack Williams. Uh, his hands have sort of always worried me at the Cronulla Sharks, but when he is on and he is handling the ball well, he is damaging. But yeah, guy, I'm not too sure about at the moment. Um, Royce Hunt, 100% Royce Hunt. Absolutely love this guy. We spoke about him before he debuted. He's had to go around the hard way. He's had a couple of injuries since, but high-end potential on Royce Hunt is sensational. Paddy Carrigan, Harm, Selle. Corey Thompson, he's a winger. Mitch Barnett, I think Mitch Barnett is probably appreciated now. Up until the start of this season, I've always thought he's very underrated. Uh, I think this year when he got to start and everything, everyone got to see what he was about. So Mitch Barnett, I think he stepped out of the underrated category myself. But hey, Hamish Munro, really good shout there. Luke Greenshields, when Eisenhuth gets game time, he's always a hard worker. Yeah, I love Matty Eisenhuth. Uh, not many people know he's actually had cancer when he was younger. He overcome that. Uh, and I think he's a great player. He's been around a few clubs. I think he's the... 
first cousin of Paul Gallen, funnily enough. Uh, but I love Matty Eisenhuth. I've always spoken about him. I spoke about him as a potential target for the Dolphins. He would be a great squad guy as well. Seems like a really good fellow every time I've spoken to him as well. Uh, Jacob Saifidi, Josh Jackson, Tommy Eisenhuth from Cal William 29. Love this one as well, Tommy Eisenhuth. Obviously started at the Panthers, uh, left there, went about seven or eight years in reserve grade, finally landed at the Melbourne Storm, and now he's like their go-to utility guy. If they need a back rower or a centre, they go straight to Tommy Eisenhuth and he does a job every single time. He's become their sort of Mitch Orbison down there. Seems like a great fella as well. Boys all seem to love him. I've never heard anyone say a bad word about Tommy Eisenhuth. So really good player there. Uh, Jerome Hughes. Yeah, I still think Hughes is probably underrated to be honest with you. And, uh, even myself, when I think of great halfbacks, I, I sometimes I accidentally leave him out. So that's probably on me. Uh, but he is right up there. He's probably a top four halfback in our game. You would probably have to go Cleary, DCE, Reynolds, Jerome Hughes, in no particular order, those four guys. So to, to think he was playing fullback only a couple of years ago, pretty incredible. You go back to that, I don't know what year it was, but when the Walker brothers won the Intrust Super Cup grand final, he was actually playing fullback for the Blackhawks, I think the team was. Uh, and very early in the game, they were up, and he got the ball in his in goals, and he was going to be thrown out, and he threw it back over his head. And, um, yeah, the... the um, the Jets scored a trial for it. And I just imagine that must have been so rattling for him. For him to come back, move from fullback to halfback at the Melbourne Storm and win a premiership since. Incredible stuff, Jerome Hughes. Uh, Josh Jackson, Isaac Liu, Egan Butcher, love that one. Junior Stoller, Harry Grant. Still think Harry Grant's underrated, but you all know how I feel about that. Leave that one for another day. Jared Rare Hargraves, uh, with the effort and work load he put in after the season of injuries. He deserves more praise as an older forward. Yeah, I agree actually. I think Rory Hargrove's had a fantastic season. I think this was going to be the season where they sort of ease him off a little bit, play limited minutes. He had no choice but to play huge minutes and he was great. Christian Welsh, yep, still underrated. I agree with that one. Ryan Sutton, we've spoken about him. Jack Williams, Jack DeBellin, yeah. Egan Butcher... Who have we got? Marky Nichols. Yeah, definitely underrated Mark Nichols. Probably become more rated this year because he's sort of been in the eye of social media and people started to take more notice of him. Wayne Bennett also gave him the captaincy one game. So uh, he's become a real sort of cult hero. He's sort of stepping into that Jeremy Lattimore uh, sort of areas there. So people are starting to appreciate him more. Mitch Barnett. Luke Garner's a good one there. Luke Garner from Michael Newman, 48. I like this one, Luke Garner. I wasn't sure of him when he first came onto the scene, but... I think he's really improved over the last years. Runs a great line as well. Keep an eye. If Jackson Hastings ends up at seven or six, I've got a feeling these two might strike up a bit of a combination. So keep an eye on Luke Garner. Like him. Uh, Keon Cullum and Tungy, a really good shout from Jay Deaton. Uh, Keon, obviously a mascot junior, came through South Sydney system. Uh, we had him on the podcast with the Rabbitohs Radio Boys in grand final week. Seems like a lovely fella, nice guy. Uh, I think he's been a little bit underutilised as well. Cody Walker, he tends to play on that left edge. He tends to play out the back as well, which has worked for them, no doubt about it. But Keon, I think if they can start to use him a little bit more, he could be really damaging. Whenever Benji was playing 5'8", he tends to utilise his edge back row a little bit more than Cody Walker and you really saw Keon really starting to take advantage of that. So I think he's got a big future. Uh, has Try 3 RFM. Love this one. Absolutely love this one. Raymond Fitala Mariner, a sensational player. Uh, Dean Pay was a bit off him at the start. Didn't use him properly. Then injury struck. If he can put a full season together, I think he's one of the better second rowers in our competition. I think he could easily push into the top 10, 12 second rowers in our game. He's got that sort of high-end ability. Joshy Schuster, yeah, fair shout. I think people probably rate him pretty fairly now, but Moses Leoch is a really good shout by Poyak84. Uh, what else have we got? Rocco Berry, he's a back brother. 
Dan Severnane, also back. Uh, Nicore, Tom Burgess. Yeah, look, Tom Burgess, I thought he was great this year. If you notice, what we're talking a lot about South Sydney forwards here. No shock. Their coach was Wayne Bennett. He is the forwards whisperer. He got the very best out of all those guys this year. So no doubt, all these guys that we probably thought weren't superstars. I definitely didn't 18 months ago. Wayne Bennett's got the very best out of. So interesting to see how they go once Wayne Bennett's actually gone. Jacob Host is another one for South Sydney that was really strong without being a superstar. Jay Granville, um, obviously a forward, but probably did his best footy this year playing fullback and centre when he jumped in. He was sensational as well. Liam Martin, that one's from Paulie Haverfield. Good shout there. How many more have we got? Not many more. Luke Thompson, Scotty Sorensen, Josh Jackson, Tyson Gamble, he's a forward brother. Braden Trindle and Sivitalakai. Sivitalakai, definitely underrated for me. Didn't have his best season. I talked him up until the cows come home. Didn't perform as I expected him to. But I still think Sivitalakai's got a huge future in our game. I'm a huge fan of him. Guys, that wraps up this post. Went through just about every single one of them. Tried not to repeat too much. Hopefully you heard your name and you got a positive response. I think so many of these guys are criminally underrated. Hopefully I got one from every team. I think I would have. Didn't really keep track of that, but fingers crossed we did. Stay tuned, guys. Plenty more content coming on the Rugby League Guru podcast tomorrow morning. Isaac John talks joins us to talk to us about his deal, YKTR's deal with the cheese, Brandon Smith. Bit of a groundbreaking sort of moment in Rugby League. It's a sensational chat that you will thoroughly enjoy. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.